Wherever you are on your leadership voyage, it starts here. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Leadership Voyage, the podcast dedicated to your pursuit of becoming a great leader. My name is Jason Wick, and thank you so much for tuning in for another episode, season two, episode 17. We have now produced more episodes in season two than all of season one, and it is only July. Amazing. So I'm really happy to be able to bring you so much interesting uh, content in 2023 and have had so many really cool guests who I've enjoyed speaking to and I hope you have also enjoyed listening to. But I wanted to sneak in another episode here before my next uh, upcoming episode with a new guest. And uh, before I do that, a couple of quick reminders. The show's website is leadership.voyage. You can learn a little bit more about me and the show if you visit that site. There's a form to contact me through the site there, or you can email me directly, jasonwick at startyourvoyage at gmail.com. You could also find me on LinkedIn, uh, Jason Wick. Uh, You should be able to find me with that search. Also, the podcast itself, Leadership Voyage Podcast, has a LinkedIn uh, profile as well. Not too active on that one yet, but it does exist if you want to find that and follow it. And, of course, um, this show, uh, I started this show in 2022 after a couple of years of kind of toying with the idea. And I'm a manager in an organization. I have 11 employees. I I love that work. And I've always been trying to find ways to reach more people. How can I help more people with their leadership and management and, and growth? And I started this podcast in 2022. I'm not fixated on the metrics around this podcast, but the metrics are a reality. The metrics are what bring awareness to the show and help it, uh, help others find it. So when you as a listener enjoy the show, I ask of you to please go to the episode or go to the show itself, wherever you are listening, if it's on your phone, through Apple Podcasts, or you're listening on your computer through a web browser on Spotify or wherever it is. Go back to the show, give it a star rating, and and that would be great. That's it. If you have a few extra minutes, writing a review would be fantastic, but just the star rating alone is helpful. It brings more awareness to the show and helps me with my mission of helping people improve their leadership, management, and growth. So thank you in advance for those uh, efforts if you can do them. So today, we are back with another quick hitter where I've been doing in episode in season two here are highlighting articles that I find that I find interesting and worthwhile, something that you might want to explore a little more deeply, and I can bring your awareness to the article, the information, and whatnot. Sometimes I can tie some of this information into discussions we've had with previous guests. And today, it is an interesting write-up from Business Insider. Uh, The author is Sarah Jackson. 
And you can find links to the articles I reference here in the podcast show notes on your own. Um, But this is a Business Insider story by Sarah Jackson. It was written June 24th, 2023. The title of the article is Nearly One in Five Workers Are Loud Quitting Their Jobs, a new Gallup poll says, and it's way more extreme than quiet quitting. When I was coming up with the, uh, the title for this episode, I knew I was going to include loud quitting. Now, not because I really wanted it to be clickbait, although I'll admit it probably entered my mind like, oh, loud quitting, catchphrase, something people might find interesting. But it's because I had never heard the term loud quitting. Now, I'm not reading management and um, workplace articles every single day, but I'm reading several a week. And somehow I'd never come across loud quitting. Of course, I've heard of quiet quitting. It's been around, discussed openly for a couple of years, and the concept has existed. I'm sure as long as work has existed. But I'd heard quiet quitting, but I had not heard the term loud quitting. And one thing I love doing on this show is when I haven't heard of something, whether it's psychosocial hazards or other terms, um, I like to bring awareness to it because I figure, well... If I haven't heard of it before, it's at least plausible that some of you haven't heard of it before. So again, this Business Insider story by Sarah Jackson, nearly one in five workers are loud quitting their jobs, a new Gallup poll says, and it's way more extreme than quiet quitting. One thing I love about many of the articles we get these days, and on Business Insider is no exception, they have bullet points at the top of the story that kind of give you just the rundown of what is in this article. And here are the three bullet points in this Business Insider article. First, it says nearly one in five employees worldwide are loud quitting at their jobs, a new Gallup report says. The second bullet point says their actions may, quote, directly harm the organization by undercutting its goals, Gallup says. And the third bullet is here's what loud quitting looks like in the workplace. And it made me feel a little bit better. Again, I thought, well, I guess I've never heard of loud quitting. I wonder how long this term has been around. And if it's been around for a while and I missed it, I won't feel badly about it. But I was just a little surprised I'd never heard of it. The lead sentence in this story says, you've heard of quiet quitting, but what about loud quitting? So that suggests to me that it's perhaps a new term. This Business Insider article calls out how Gallup's 2023 State of the Global Workplace Report came out and how 18% of employees admit to loud quitting, while 59% say they're quiet quitting. If you dig in a little bit more into the State of the Global Workplace Report, now I'll admit I've downloaded it. It's 99 pages. I haven't read the whole thing. I've skimmed it. I don't perceive the global, uh, the state of the global workplace report and its surveys to have asked someone, are you loud quitting? Are you quiet quitting? They put employees into these categories of engaged, you know, disengaged and actively disengaged. And what they do is they characterize actively disengaged as loud quitting. And so these 18% of employees, and remember, this is globally. This story here is 
citing the Gallup 2023 State of the Global Workplace report. And what we're talking about here is a global survey. Just to give you the idea of the magnitude, it's including data from over 120,000 people employed across the world. So it is a significant sample size. When we talk about this loud quitting cohort, 18% of employees, Gallup estimates that this disengagement costs the global economy $8.8 trillion. Now, I don't know what the size of the global economy is, um, but what I will say for kind of a reference uh, point is I looked up the United States. I'm based here in Colorado. What is the United States uh, debt? Right. And the United States debt is around $31 trillion. So, to put it in perspective, the size of the United States debt is $31 trillion. And Gallup suggests that loud quitting costs the global economy $8.8 trillion. So, about a quarter size of the entire United States uh, debt. So, it's a lot. It's a lot that they estimate it costs. Uh, the economy. So how did we come up with this idea that 18% of employees are loud quitting? Well, when you look at this Business Insider story, which is describing the uh, global state of the workplace work by Gallup, it says that workers were categorized based on how they responded to 12 different questions. And there were factors that they had to uh, answer about, you know, what do they do best every day? Um, How do they think their boss or other people they work with perceive them or care about them? How much uh, their company's mission matters to them? How important do they think their job is? Whether they've had opportunities to grow uh, over the last year? And based on the answers to those questions is how they categorized 18% of employees as... um, loud quitting. There's a, an interview, very, very short a quote in this Business Insider article with Jim Harder, who is the lead author of the report. He's also the chief scientist for Gallup's workplace management and well-being practices. That's a pretty big deal. We know Gallup as kind of the, uh, you know, the polling company out there, I suppose. And I look at so much of their work over months, over the months when it comes to how are things going in the workplace. But they talked to Jim Harder in this Business Insider story, and it says, quote, about loud quitters, they're detached from the organization, but also emotionally against the organization, and they'll be vocal about it. The loud quitting employees are going to be much, much more likely to take another job pretty quickly if it becomes available, and they won't need as much money to do that. So when I thunk, thought about this, uh, this quote, you know, I mean, relatively out of context, it made me think about, would I rather have a loud quitter or a quiet quitter? And in order to answer that question, I think we need to define what quiet quitting is in the first place. You know, I, I, in all honesty, I think maybe quiet quitting 
kind of has a bad reputation because what it kind of suggests is that an employee goes to work, sits there, does nothing until they're told what they're supposed to do. Other interpretations of that are people go to work, they do their job, they, you know, perhaps do it fine, and then they turn their work off. And so the counter argument around quiet quitting is people been going above and beyond and burning themselves out. And so quiet quitting behaviors may even be healthy for uh, balance in one's life. So I don't know that we can fully agree on the definition of quiet quitting yet. Business Insider here suggests quiet quitting is doing the job you were hired for and not going above and beyond that. I don't know that that's necessarily inherently bad or wrong, right? But because of the term quiet quitting, it certainly has taken on a life of its own. So would I rather have a quiet quitter or a loud quitter? Would I rather have someone who's coming up and doing their job and not going beyond it? Or would I rather have someone who comes and is actively against, as best I can tell here, right, is against what the organization is about. As Jim said in this quote, Jim Harder said in this quote, emotionally against the organization. I mean, I guess there's a positive and a negative to both sides here. If you if you characterize quiet quitting as a negative, just for the sake of this discussion, I guess having a quiet quitter is bad because you don't know what, it's happening. You don't know that that's their mindset, maybe. You know, the, the phrase, still water runs deep. You know, you don't see much activity. You don't see much movement, but you still see the, the results of doing the job and nothing more. You know, if there's something negative going on there as the manager, maybe I'm just entirely unaware, right? I guess that's the negative, but the positive is, hey, you're coming. Work has its place in your life. You come, you do your job. If you look at work as <clears throat> if you look at work, excuse me, as a contract between a business and an individual where one person does tasks in exchange for money, then quiet quitting doesn't sound horrible all the time, does it? So I guess that's a positive. You're getting results and someone's showing up and they're doing the job. When you talk about the po- the pros and cons to the loud quitting, I mean, I guess the positive here is you have someone who is vocal. They're letting their um, their opinions, their intentions, their uh, misalignment, perhaps, with the organization. They're letting it be known. That's probably a positive. Let's talk about the problem right away. The negative, of course, is how much harm is this person doing? to the organization, uh, to the people around them. If you believe that negative attitudes are contagious, then we have a real problem potentially culturally in the organization with loud quitters, especially if, for whatever reason, they are people who are in positions of influence or they've been around for a long time and have kind of the cultural knowledge people need or they perceive to need from them, they can have a very high influence on others. And if they're loud quitting, that negativity could spread very strong. So I guess there are positives and negatives to both of these. Quiet quitters, maybe we aren't even aware of it, 
But heck, if they're doing their job and that's how they view work, I don't think there's anything inherently negative about that. Loud quitters, it's good that you know where they stand right away. But what damage are they doing? I'm really intrigued by the prospect of converting a loud quitter to a team player. Now, maybe at first glance, that sounds really difficult or, or perhaps impossible, but here, here's what we're talking about with a loud quitter. Someone's detached from the organization, right? But what's the root cause there? What's still in our control that we can influence with this individual where today they're a loud quitter? But you know what we know about the loud quitters, those 18% of people worldwide, we know that the loud quitters are vocal. And I bet you that attribute, that characteristic of their personality, I bet you it's not tied to the fact that they are detached from the organization. I bet you it's part of one of their personality traits. So what if I can take, what if we can help the loud quitters? by addressing the root cause of what's going on with the organization and why they don't respond to it? What if we can take that loud quitter and we can take their energy and turn it into a positive team player, turn it into an influential person in the organization by addressing the core issue that's affecting them? Now, I don't think I'm naive enough to think that, oh, we can take all loud quitters... (laughs) worldwide and, you know, convert them on some crazy, uh, you know, uh, some kind of crazy outreach program where everyone suddenly loves their companies and they're, you know, they're on board and they're amazingly into it. Okay. I'm not going to say I'm that naive about this prospect, but imagine if you have, I don't know what, for those of you listening, imagine you lead informally. uh, You have a few folks around you that that you work with and you kind of lead them, or that you are indeed a manager or someone who uh, has a, a higher level in the organization. Let's just say you work with two loud quitters. Maybe you could actually just take a minute now. Think about the people you work with based on everything I've just described to you. Do you work with a loud quitter? And if you've identified a loud quitter, maybe let's just say two loud quitters. Think about the negative drag maybe that those loud quitters have on the culture. But let's let's back off for a second and let's not blame the loud quitter for a second. Indeed, we can all take accountability for our actions. And even if we are against certain things in our organization, it doesn't mean that we have to, uh, what's this, uh, poison the well, so to speak, right? We don't have to do that. We can, we can take other actions. We can take other choices. But let's just pretend for a minute that when it comes to the loud quitting, there's a root cause that isn't just about that person. It's really easy to write people off and say, oh, there's a one-off situation. They were a bad, uh, they weren't a good teammate. Oh, that person's a, we'll write them off. They're a one-off because they just didn't understand what we're trying to do here. Well, let's pretend that the issue is systemic. Let's pretend that the root cause is that the people don't see the meaning in what they're doing. Let's pretend that the organization hasn't helped them connect 
their work to help understand why it matters and how that affects the world and how the organization's work affects the world. Let's just pretend that that's not happening. And let's just imagine that you, listener right now, me, speaker right now, as a person of influence in our context, as an informal leader, leader, as a manager, supervisor, as a person in the C-suite, whatever you are, let's imagine that we could influence that person, one of those two loud quitters. What do you think would happen? Let's just imagine we have two loud quitters and we took a different approach with them and said, hey, let's figure out what's really going on and let's see if we can do the hard work to change your attitude by addressing some of the systemic things that are going on with how we champion what's going on with our organizations or don't champion or evangelize what's going on with our organizations. And let's just imagine for a minute that we're able to shift one of those two loud quitters' perspectives. Now, most of the time I come on here, I talk about one of these articles, and I point out the things that all these articles say are what's problematic with the workforce, what's the issue, what's going on, why everything's falling apart, right? Why it's stressful to be a manager, why it's stressful to be an employee. But for a minute, let's just take a breath, Say, what if we took all these tools we're learning about, how to help people find meaning in their work, how to help revitalize people's uh, work, how to help connect them with what they're doing to a bigger purpose? And what if we tried these tactics on two loud quitters and found success with one? I guess what I'll leave you with today is encouraging you to think about the possibility of what could happen if you could reach one loud quitter in your organization. So rather than focusing on this story and the negative part of loud quitting and the Gallup State of the Workplace report and the the attention-grabbing headline around the loud quitters, maybe let's focus on the root causes. Let's ask questions. Let's understand why people are loud quitting. And let's go one-on-one and try to help their situation a little bit. It may not work, but at least we can say we tried to understand, tried our best to help others understand the purpose of their work, the meaning in what they're doing, the meaning of our organizations. And if we can convert just one loud quitter into someone who is an influential positive force in the culture, I think that's a pretty big win. Until next time when we talk on Leadership Voyage, everybody take care. (laughs) 